0: you Welcome to Her Fantasy Football NFL Draft Wrap Up Edition. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio, backslash Her Fantasy Football, and on, and on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe to us on herfantasyfootball.com so you know what we're up to this offseason. Also, you can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook, backslash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby.
1: And I'm Ashley Williams.
2: And I'm Brandon Lee.
0: Here we go. The draft was last week.
1: It was yeah. not as exciting awesome. as I thought
0: it was going to be. <laughs> Brandon called
2: it. No big.
1: Difference. It looked empty, didn't it? It felt bad. Like it looked empty.
2: Yeah, yeah. It really did. And I know that they had the, the stuff going on outside and what have you, but, yeah, when they showed the audience that it was empty, I thought, wow, you guys, it's the first night. Yeah. Like, the first night looked empty. That was weird. It was very yeah, they weird. put too many yeah. seats
0: in there, you know? Made it
2: yeah. too spread out. But supposedly it went well. Everyone else that was there thought it was awesome and the energy was cool and that there were all these things to do outside, which, you know, at the, we went to the NFL Draft last year and uh, in New York City, and it's it's just in Radio City Music Hall. I mean, it really is not a, you know, there was no town. No. I think there was. No.
1: Uh,
2: the draft town. Uh, but, yeah, so I think that's what they're going to do from now on.
1: We'll see. There
2: you go. It looked good. It looked good. It looked good. Yeah, yeah. really did. It did. A- yeah. It was not. I bad. I miss it being in New York, but that's okay. Roger Goodell always, you know,
0: looked as handsome as usual, and uh, <laughs> G- getting
1: booed from the start. I feel so booze bad. I hate that is... moment. I'm uh, uncomfortable you know, every time. You know,
0: he knows it's coming. You yeah. know, when we were there at the draft, he Roger came up, and I'm calling him Roger because we're close now, and uh, <laughs> you know, everybody in the in the crowd was really nice to his face. You know, so at least when he's yeah. like walking the streets, people usually are respectable. It's just when he gets up on stage, you know
1: yeah, it's because everybody's got big boy panties on where they don't have to be face to face with somebody. yeah, absolutely uh-huh. it, yeah,
2: well, I will say that one of my favorite moments was on day two when the uh, standing ovation for Jim Kelly happened. I actually watched it again tonight and cried a little, and I had to go you know touch up. I was like, the <laughs> Jim oh, boy she's the best Kelly. He's
0: the best of Kelly.
2: He's so good. He really is, though. Who doesn't like Jim Kelly? The devil. Mice. That's it. Nice. One person. One. Or being. <laughs>
1: or, or John Elway, allegedly. Do you remember back when he was actually in the uh, hospital? Everyone's like, John Elway didn't come to visit him. Do you remember this? And it was because it was like Dan Marino, yes. and I was just like, not everybody from the draft class of 1983 is required to show up in Buffalo to say hello to Jim mm-hmm. Kelly. <laughs> like, I'm sure he'd but rather sure that he be just moments or- of close friends and family. I'm yeah, sure he like, called him. I just thought it was so ridiculous.
0: Have you seen the draft special with Jim Kelly and, and Elway and Marino? Jim Kelly's like, the one place I didn't want to go to. When Elway was like, I don't want to go there, you know. And, the, and his agent's like, is there anywhere you don't want to go to, Kelly? He's like, Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. But then
1: he loved Buffalo. Of you know course. what, there it, go, there it goes. You of know? course. You, of you course. love where you are.
0: Yep, right. yep. Well, we're going to hop right into the show and start off with the AFC East. We're going to talk about each team and the fantasy implications on their draft picks and um, but it wasn't so much the draft. we have to start draft. with the big news. Yeah, it wasn't so much the draft that made the Patriots in the news. Uh, Gate is back. The ruling is in. Kind Hernandez of. has been guilty of double homicide, and Tom Brady is guilty of deflating the balls.
2: <laughs> Not
1: a well, of probable knowledge <laughs> of,
2: probable of knowledge.
1: deflating the balls.
2: I mean, if I hear another thing about circumstantial evidence dealing with the Patriots... Again, yeah. it's too soon.
1: It's like, too soon. I, it's uncomfortable. I knew Tom Brady had probable knowledge of the deflated balls way back when it happened. I just love that this is like, you guys, he probably knew about it. Like, yeah, obviously, you think some guys just gonna randomly deflate a ball without Tom Brady knowing about it? It's crazy. Well, I love that I am now covering
2: the Patriots because um, they are now really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, oh gosh, that'll be the most boring team because, you know, it's like you either start Gronk or you're, you know, really questioning everything else that you do. But let me tell you what, if you go online, look up all of the hilarious text messages that went back and forth between um, the equipment manager, John Jastrzemski. Um, and then Jim McNally, who I guess is the actual, quote-unquote, deflator. Deflator. He calls himself the deflator. (laughs) Yeah, why wouldn't you, you know, at this point? When we're talking about circumstantial, that's about as circumstance-heavy as you get. He's
1: giving himself his own superhero name. Why wouldn't you? You
2: But you must check it out, because they are just trash-talking Brady left and right. I mean, it is the best part of this investigation, for sure. Also, the fact that Tom Brady sometimes gives people Uggs for Christmas. But he has never given one to McNally. <laughs> the best part is so there when I was a lot re- of
1: jokes about shoes. When I was reading this before our show with Courtney, and I was like, the moment I read this, I felt like it was one of those farce texts with all the quarterbacks who like bust each other's balls in the in the obviously fake text string, right? Yeah. That yeah I, or the I Facebook. Yeah. Right. I literally had to go back because I'm reading the article and check to make sure I'm not on the onion, I'm not on the chive, and I'm like, wait, no. no this is a reputable publication. <laughs> no, These texts are place. real. These texts are real. It's awesome. Well, it's
2: awesome. I, so the most damning text, of course, um, was from Jim McNally, deliverer of the balls. And uh, he says to uh, Justremsky, nice dude, Jimmy needs some kicks. Let's make a deal. Come on and help the deflator. It's tough. Uh, but my favorite exchange, though, which is, Funny to me. Which, by the way, I want to tell you, first of all, that Tom Brady had said that he had, nev- that he had never met McNally. Remember when he was like denying all this? He didn't know what on earth this is. So here's funny. McNally. Tom sucks. I'm going to make the next ball a fucking balloon. Jastrzemski. Talked to him last night. He actually brought you up and said that you must have a lot of stress <laughs> trying to get them done. I told him it was. He was right, though. I checked some of the balls from the morning. The refs fucked us. They were almost at 16. They didn't recheck them after they put air in them. McNally, fuck Tom. 16 (laughs) is nothing. Wait till next Sunday. Jastrzemski,
1: OMG. Spaz. (laughs) That's what I'm telling you. They seem fake. Jastrzemski is my favorite. But the fact that it's F Tom, like literally every other text message, is just hostile and hilarious.
2: Uh, Just wait till next Sunday. These guys don't have a
1: job anymore,
2: right? Oh, my God. No. I mean, they're done.
1: Yeah, the deflator's so. done.
2: Def- oh, I think they're both done.
1: Yeah. The push- These exchanges
2: yeah. are not. Whatever. Give Rex hey. Ryan a minute.
0: Give him a minute. He's like, hey,
2: McNally. I got, I got-, like, I got you.
1: you. I got you. Tom does suck.
2: Rex <laughs> Ryan's got this guy on speed yeah, he dial. Like, hello. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I oh, it's, love it's it. It's humorous. It's it so is.
1: ridiculous it's humorous.
2: It is funny. I I'm, was laughing at my coworkers. I was like, surprise or no surprise? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were guilty. it's good. It's good stuff. I
0: I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm interested to see what's, what penalties are going to come down. Um,
1: but I mean, it's a 243 page document, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. stuff to document clearly. Fuck Tom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait till next week. <laughs> it was like every sentence was that. I know. It's
1: amazing. Amazing. I
2: will say though, I read this and I thought, gee, it'd be really embarrassing if someone got into my text messages. Yeah, I bet I look crazy, <sighs> especially like the texts at like two a.m. after going out, like, hey, hi you?
1: You don't delete your drunk text right away, Brandon. Are I you? Never you're, a any text. you're a rookie. You're a rookie. I don't, I'm a totally I don't rookie. Either. I don't have anything really to hide. I other don't than have any drunk You so. wake up in the morning, you have your little mini walk of shame in your own bed, staring at your phone, and then you delete. You delete the shame. But I'm married. I don't have a walk of shame. I just text my
2: husband, like, you know, random nothings, being like, hey, I'm my way."
1: But for all you emoji, know, someone's going to get into your cell phone, and they're going to look at this, and you're, they're going to see <laughs> that you're going to say, fuck Tom, and they're going to say, oh. <laughs> I know, exactly. She was Not part like, of it. delete all texts. She was part of it.
2: Oh, okay. I already told my husband if he died, that I would be definitely accused of murder. So, because we always Google like serial killers and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, Who doesn't? (laughs) Game over. You know, they look at my computer. And if I died, it'll be the same thing. It'll be like, even if it's like of a natural cause, they'll be like, nope. That Carson guy, definitely his computer is shady Well, good thing for the
0: cops, they won't have to look at you guys' texts because now it's on air so that's right that's there true. you go it's all right here. <laughs> it exciting uh, happen the,
2: in the draft for the for the pay- no that's what's so great about this so as far as fantasy impact you know they they had one of their belichick drafts that's fine malcolm brown at the end of the first round was a fabulous um steal and that's about it perfect all right buffalo
0: bills sexy Rexy.
1: Yeah, you know, the Bills didn't have that exciting of a draft. I mean, we all know Ryan, you know, Rex Ryan is a defensive guy. So it shouldn't be much of a surprise that he went with, you know, Darby for his first pick. The good is that he will step in and compete to play against the current starters in the old regime right now. In order to be able to beat the Patriots, you do have to defend the pass. So, you know, against Gronk, against the rotating receivers, we got softballs Brady. So this is a good pickup. I like it. You know, and welcome to the team, tight end Nick O'Leary, the 2014 Mackey Award winner and an every-guy kind of starter. What I do like about O'Leary is that he has a sort of old-school style to him. He's a solid blocker, and he has decent hands that, you know, might actually see some action with some short routes or are to be easy, you know, for the quarterback of choice there in Buffalo to throw to.
2: Mm-hmm. I think the biggest
1: problem is that
2: they gave away their first-round pick for Sammy Watkins. They did. I mean they were limited. Semis- to like, Semis.
1: Yeah. But I think they did they know okay with what they had and you know, we'll see. You know, this might be an interesting tight end pick for whatever quarterback they end up choosing. So we'll see. It's really good for the Buffalo Bills though. Dunzo.
0: Miami Dolphins. Um, well, you know, they got a big boost in their offense, which is nice. They got a wide receiver, Devontae Parker's in the first round with the fourteenth pick overall. And running back Jay Ajayi in the fifth round. Great name. Yeah, so that was, you know, quite the steal. So Ajayi is really talented, but in his physicals he got, some of them he didn't pass because they're saying that his ACL that he tore way back in 2011, excuse me, um. His it's now bone on bone, so yeah, so which is perfect I think for Miami because they got no Sean they got Lamar, Lamar Miller. I mean it's just like the perfect storm of running backs all on the bench of injury injury. But I guess Miami saw something they liked. They like picked him up anyways. Um, he is a really talented back and he's played very well since the injury. Um, so yeah, it is sad, but hopefully he does well. I'm crossing my fingers for him and Parker's I mean he's he's extremely talented dude and I would love to draft him um, in fantasy but that team now is quite heavy in receivers they have Jarvis Landry which I love Kenny Stills Greg Jennings and now Jordan Cameron and now you're adding and so it's a lot going on a lot going on in Miami with Not a very good offensive line, if we all remember. They did pick up one guy, but they waited for the third round for an offensive lineman. So, you know, it could have gotten a better one. uh, hence that they've gone a little earlier for one. But, um, so it's not my. It wasn't a great draft class, though. For that. No. No, it wasn't. But, and you know, you picked the. I do believe you picked the best player available. but Tannehill's gonna have a hard time getting in the having time to get the ball to all of those targets with.
2: Are you a best player available person? Um, in the first round, I'm, I'm I am. need.
0: I'm a little more needs. In the first round, okay. I am, unless it's like super close, like if there's still mm-hmm. a great wide receiver, but you know. The offensive line is where you need, and that, that number one offensive line guy is still available. I'm taking the offensive line over the receiver, even though he's higher on the board.
1: But very kind rarely. It depends how bad the team is, right? Like, if you have a glaring need, you yeah, got to get that.
0: Yeah, like it, the Raiders, you just pick whoever, right? Yeah. I mean, you literally just check it off the list of whoever's available because yeah. you need everything, right? So, um, but for. For Miami, they really needed a line. So, we'll see. I mean, it's a, lo- a lot of targets, which is good. It's good for Tannehill. I love Tannehill, so I hope he has a wonderful season. I do, too. I do. But the best story coming out of Miami was yes. Mr. Parker's mom in the draft. Oh, Winnie. So, when the Cleveland Browns passed on Devontae Parker, uh, his mom goes, we didn't want him going to Cleveland. Uh, let's see her. She goes... They don't have a team, really, or a quarterback. I knew I didn't want the Cleveland Browns. I know the teams he could go to and the teams he couldn't go to. We are happy with the Miami Dolphins. He was very ecstatic. We're happy. We love
1: the weather. <laughs> yeah. We love the weather. That's my favorite part. Love the She's like not wrong. Jab. She's not wrong. No, and you have she bad loves
0: the team in, in Tannehill. That's what she loves. She's not a fake you know, a fan well, of and the
1: weather, weather. clearly, and, the, and weather. the weather,
2: clearly. I think I just think
1: she's right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a bold statement that's for sorry. someone to say when your kid's being drafted. But she, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, who does course. want their kid to go with Johnny Manziel and the entire nightmare that's the Cleveland Browns organization no right now? Yeah. no one. I mean, Maybe somebody's she's a got it. Genius, but
2: and. We're all laughing, but she might she might be all on it because I was like, yes, yes, I love it. Devonte Parker is a big boy, guys, and he's
0: fast. So you know, he draft him late. I wouldn't feel bad about it, depending on how the preseason goes and all this, all that stuff. So he's he's legit.
1: Jets. Jets. They had a pretty fifty fifty split in terms of picking up defensive players versus offensive players. Which makes sense, as there was little to be desired on either side of the ball last year. So yeah. <laughs> you just got to take in who you can. But they did get Leonard Williams, who, which is a huge pickup. He's one of the best players in the draft, in my opinion, so I'm glad they got him. Uh, and I'm liking Devin Smith, wide receiver pickup. Yes. So with the acquisition of Brandon Marshall in the offseason, obviously he's the big man, right? And then we got De- Eric Decker, who's your slot guy. This is the piece that they needed down the side. So he's going to be able to stretch that field out and create a lot more open options for, well, whoever will be the quarterback. Which, <laughs> speaking of, that brings me to the quarterback, Bryce Petty, who they drafted. So he was drafted in the fourth round. Don't think too much of that because Brady was drafted in the sixth round. We all know what he's done. There's been plenty of player, you know, quarterbacks drafted later in the rounds that have done well. Um, but he's being brought in to compete with Geno Smith. I do think Gina will win out, certainly for the start of the season. He's got a little bit of a leg up in terms of, you know, being in the NFL and being a little bit more used to that NFL speed than Bryce Petty. But I cannot guarantee you midseason who will be starting. So, I mean, just know that he is being brought in to compete. Yeah.
0: I love Bryce Petty. I really do enjoy him. Sweet boy.
2: Yeah, you called that
1: earlier. Yeah, I, I like him. I think it's a good pickup.
2: Yeah. AFC North. <laughs> The Baltimore Ravens. All right, so the Ravens needed wide receivers, so they drafted Brashad um, Perryman, and he's from Central Florida. He wasn't the cool guy like Amari Cooper or Great. Kevin White, but he's going to contribute on day one because they need him. It doesn't matter. He also averaged almost 20 yards per catch, but he had a lot of drops, so it's kind of like mm, 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 route running issues. Eric you know. Decker, hey, you still play him, so... Eric Decker was the opposite in college, though. But then he came to the pros, and he was like, what's this? (laughs) Is that a ball? (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Uh, Max, with two X's, Williams from the University of Minnesota, Golden Gophers. He is another great thing, because, listen, Dennis Pitta has had two surgeries on dislocated hips two years in a row. This is... It's not looking great. Yeah. And, and the reports are really dicey. So, this is a big pickup for them. And I think Max Williams, if you're in a dynasty league, he's like a first rounder. He's like forever, especially in Mark Trestman's offense. Again, they've changed offensive coordinators. And so, think Martellus Bennett. Put on your Martellus Bennett hat. Right here. Right there. And uh, Javorius Buck Allen from USC is a running back sleeper because he's a little pass catching guy. But he's bigger. He's six feet. So he's six foot, running back, catches the ball. Mark Trestman, I like it.
0: Yep. I'm into it.
2: Pittsburgh Steelers, you know,
0: there was no really fantasy news here with the draft. They drafted, you know, defense, because Steelers need defense, and God knows they don't need an offense, because they got, like, the top wide receiver, top running back, and a decent quarterback. So uh, it was just rebuild draft for them. So, um, you know. Go Steelers.
1: Love me the Steelers. I'm bummed I don't Yellow have towel. them anymore. <laughs> face, yeah. You have face. the Bengals. There are so many people you got, you're going to draft. You anyway. got Andy Dalton,
0: Ashley. That's all I do need. have my
1: Ginge back, which you I'm do. pretty stoked about. You do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the Bengals, they had a – I liked their draft. They had a good draft. They made some smart moves. So clearly the Bengals are serious about providing Andy Dalton some protection as well as opening up more holes for the backfield as they picked up two offensive tackles in the first two rounds. So, you know, the two tackles are in their final year. The current two tackles are in the final year of their contract. So the writing's kind of on the wall right now. Clearly they're not pleased with what they're doing and they went in and they got two new guys and it is what it is. Um, Another good pickup on the defensive side, they picked up an inside linebacker and a defensive tackle and that was uh, Paul Dawson and Marcus Hardson. So... Both are great value for where they got them, and they're both explosive and playmakers. So I like this a lot, and adding more into the fun mix of the defensive side, because the Bengals had a good defense last year, and this are just kind of kicking it back up a notch. They're a great defense to be picking up. Free safety, Darren Smith. He was another outstanding pick. So picking him at the sixth round, first of all, he is small, he's only 5'10", but he's a good tackler, and he shows lots of promise because he's a bit of a hybrid player. So... Overall, I think they had a great draft. I'm really excited about the Bengals' defense next year.
0: Really? Yeah. And they're healthy. And they're healthy, yeah. there They're healthy.
2: Browns. Well, they don't have a team or a quarterback, so <laughs> should we move on?
1: Minor.
2: Minor problem. Uh, they uh, went nose tackle and center in the first round, which was exactly what they needed yeah. to do, and no, it wasn't a money pick, but they know how that worked out, so moving on. The most intriguing pick for them, though, was the third round, Duke Johnson. He's a running back. Am I right? Am right. I right like money. Making the money signs. He's five 5'9, 194 pounds. Uh, was this, but he was the school's all time leading rusher with 3,519 yards. Miami. Hello. Hello. So um, mostly, I, I think they just did this because they wanted three running backs with great names that will all share the load and we can be frustrated. I like That's what it. That's what's happening. That's yep, and perhaps the only person, oh yeah, and then I, I did the write-up uh, about Devontae Parker, and, and you guys, in the pre-show, Courtney and I had to fight a little bit about who could talk about how bad the Browns were, and Devontae Parker's mom, I lost. But question. that's it, that's all I got said with Browns. Well, the Browns did rebuttal to to Parker's mom,
0: though, and was like, I guess Miami all offseason was just like, we want guys who have the heart, you know, in, in football or whatever, and and so Cleveland came out with a statement: "We passed on Devontae Parker's because he didn't seem to have the heart of a football player, or something <laughs> like that. Just total V. S. Oh.
1: like,
2: ooh,
0: way to attack a twenty-year-old! You know, it's like good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Love when he
2: gets catty. Well, especially because was and his, his mom. Yeah, wasn't His mom, you know,
0: he clearly knows yeah. more about football than that staff. AFC I South, mean, Indianapolis Colts." My dream team,
1: Colts. So again, the Colts clearly want to make sure they have Andrew Luck nice and happy and stocked up with offensive options. I like wide receiver Philip Dorsett. That I like that pickup a lot. Uh, it's he's just gonna add another speedy, you know, weapon in Luck's arsenal that he's got going there with the wide receivers. So I'm I'm a fan of this pickup. I think this also helps Andrew Luck out. Really? Yeah, I like this This is up. the one pick of the draft that I did not like. I like thought outright. defense, Why? right? Yeah, like, because
2: they have got so many needs. Defense. The last
1: thing they need is a wide receiver. Yeah.
0: Offense is pretty stacked.
1: But they're stacking them up. They are, they are keeping Luck happy. I agree. Yeah, defense needs some help, but. And they, Supposedly, T.Y. Hilton's not and happy. And they, they, they went D, 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 D the next
0: four picks, so. Yeah. They did, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, they went, you know, cornerback, know. defensive end, strong safety, and defensive tackle, so, I mean, it's. They addressed yeah, cool. it. they probably taking what they feel is best player off the board, right? That's the strategy they yeah. went. Yeah. So yeah. can't can't Darcy for that. Yeah. 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 I also like the facts were able to pick up a pretty decent running back in the sixth round with Josh Robinson. He's pretty amazing. So clearly they needed more options in the backfield than they currently have, and I can see this guy competing. So in terms of a little social media question that has come to us from at 38special12, how early do you pull the trigger on Andrew Luck? We're huge Andrew Luck fans here. We don't think you should pull the trigger, yeah. you know, the trigger in the first second round. Um, I couldn't fault you. Depending on how many people are in your league and where you fall into the draft, taking him late third or early fourth, I can't fault you for that. Uh, but in general, depending, get a feel for how your draft is going because you should be able to get him a little bit later than that. But he's, you know, he's a solid, solid player. He's gonna have a good year this year. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh well, listen, he's a he's a top 5 guy at least going into next year and uh I would say yeah, I think you have to take him rounds 3 to 5 depending on how late round quarterback people go.
0: Yeah, I mean I say take him when you feel good. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a moneymaker. I, I mean, when I feel good, like I'm in my spot, I'm taking him. Taking him. And, and then he's one of the few I
2: would go high on. So, he's right up there. So, there you go. Yeah. We haven't been doing, we don't have our first rankings up yet, so it's a little hard for us to, like, say exactly. But we're saying, you know, you can, uh, I think he's going to be in the Aaron Rodgers conversation. Yeah, of the elite guys. Of
1: so, the so where you ever that. or of?
2: No fantasy draft. This year. No, for the fantasy draft. For the fantasy draft. Okay. Maybe ever, I don't know. That's yeah, pretty good. He, he's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't, and he's I,
0: got a team I, and I'm a coach not that clearly that. wants to support him, and he's 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 good stuff, and he's smart, and he's really smart. I like that, and I'm a quarterback. So, hey,
2: Texans. <sighs> So I keep forgetting that I, I cover this team. It's really exciting.
1: That's
2: weird. <laughs> really, because all I want to do is talk about Arian Foster, and we can't uh, – well, we can a little bit. but So the sleeper I can actually get behind, because here's my problem, and, and I'm going to say this in general, and then we can kind of discuss this. I, th- listen, everyone's going to overvalue the rookie wide receivers because last year's rookie wide receivers did so well. So everyone's going to be drafting Amari Cooper and Kevin White, like, Way, 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 way too early for me. Way too early for for what I'm all about. But a sleeper that I can actually get behind is Jalen Strong. He went in the third round. Uh, he's from Arizona State. Has great hands. People says that uh, say that he reminds them of Larry Fitzgerald and Andre Johnson. Six foot two, two seventeen. He had he did have to sit out a year because of academic reasons. I don't know what that's all about,
1: but. My point is, Good they need him.
2: So we failed chemistry, you know?
1: Academics and don't matter in the NFL. No. It happens. No. It happens. You're fine.
2: And so, uh, yeah, so anyway, he joins Hopkins and Shorts as they pair up with either Hoyer, Mallet, or Savage, and that's actually his problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So more on that later.
0: More on that later, yeah. We've got a whole season to talk about that mess. Yeah. Let's get into the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're not messy at all.
1: No, this team has everything going for them this year. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I
0: love Fowler. I, I do too. I love. I love the
1: Dante Fowler Jr. Yeah. You know, Bortles needs to spend a lot more time on his feet than with his face being smashed into the grass. Yeah, this year. So Fowler should be able to you know, help him out with that greatly. So this was a really good pickup. I'm glad they went with this right out of the gate. It shows you know, that, that they're committed to Bortles and they're going to do what they need to do to give them some protection. So I'm pretty glad about that. It's also pretty obvious that the Jags needed to pick up a running back in the draft. Uh, and I'm a big fan of TJ Yeldon's choice. I think this is a good choice for them. Uh, you know, he's got the potential to actually be a feature back and kind of avoid the whole committee nightmare situation. You know, he's kind of a mid-sized running back, but he's shifty. I think this is a good pick. And I think you, you pair this with Fowler, and we've got some options for some holes. So, I like it. I like it. Um, you know, the choice, they've kind of made a choice just to start fresh here. Build pretty much an entirely new offense around Bortles and kind of have them grow up together in a way. They have a tight end. They have two new offensive linemen. They picked up two wide receivers plus a running back. You know, they're taking – the a new look Jags. They're kind of just rebuilding this whole kind of offense all together and having them grow up. So we'll I see like, if that pairs out.
0: Yeah. yeah, I hope it's not like the freshmen's playing the varsity squad. Every it could
1: Sunday. be a nightmare. It might be for a little <laughs> bit. But maybe they'll oh. gel. Maybe it's going to be a really rough year and come next year, they would have really gel and it be a big step. I don't know.
0: It's the Jaguars. It's always been a rough year. So what's the difference, right? What's, what's another added on? Tennessee Titans. Number two pick overall, there no surprises, no trades, no Philip Rivers, no Sam Bradfords, nothing. No. Just Marcus, Mr. Roboto Mariotto. Thank you, Roger Goodell. I love you. Wow. It's like my favorite.
2: The one guy that literally was mentioned every single day for the last two months, months. is the one name he You had Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota.
0: That's it. That's all you had. Two names. We had to get right, right. I mean, that was it.
1: It's just like, in fairness, <laughs> he did call him and apologize and say I'm sorry, like right away. And and Mariota didn't even know. Sure. He's like, I couldn't even hear you. And in fact, when he's on the phone with the Titans, his call dropped. So <laughs> I mean, he's in
2: why. you know, it's it's just kind of curious. You know, it's like you know,
1: I like him. I he looked, Oh, I
2: don't ever
0: stop. He it. looked so good at the drafts too. Some of those outfits, you guys, I'm saying like. We're awesome this year. Just, like, awesome. Awesome. Uh, Where is yeah. Samoan
1: garb is awesome. Awesome. i decided e that all men should wear that. Where's the red carpet on this? Because there is, like, some outfits.
0: Seriously? The guy in the white
1: dress. tux? Amazing. Amazing. With Not the
0: spiked, shiny,
2: bedazzled shoes. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? My favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Killing and it. Killing it. it. But you know, this is kind of their Oscars, right? It this is. is their moment. Yeah. This is like they've achieved their dream. So yeah, go all out. I thought it was awesome. I also like to see their their mothers what they're wearing too, because they're like styling. Yeah, it's fun. It's it really is. Fun. It's, a, it's, it's a sweet moment. It, it is
0: sweet. I mean, I always cry during the draft. Like
2: <laughs> their dreams are
0: coming true. Like every time, it's ridiculous. But you know, you have your favorites. Mariota was go. mine. I wish he would have got number one, but I'm happy he's not playing for Tampa Bay. Um, like Parker's mom, I like to choose where my my favorites go. Um, but the biggest impact for the Titans was actually after Mariota when they got Darrell Green Beckham. So I many you know NFL scouts had him up there the top top ten or top even you know, higher than that wide receiver, but because he likes to smoke the ganja. He got pushed down a little bit to the second round, but, hey, I think it's a great pick. I think he's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a great connection between the two of them. Tennessee's got a lot of work, but I think this is good. Beckham is 6'5", yeah. 237 pounds. Wow, awesome. Well, we already know receiver. other Beckhams worked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if it's anything like the name, we're good. Oriel Green Beckham, yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exciting. AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs.
2: Well, the draft was very Andy Reid, not flashy and solid. So uh, the only fantasy interest lies in Chris Conley. He's a wide receiver out of Georgia. He was picked in the third round. I like him developing under Jeremy Macklin because he's fast, he has huge hands, and I'm going to make a bold prediction right now, ladies, and I don't know if you can get behind this, but I believe that both Jeremy Macklin and Chris Conley will score a touchdown next year. Get
1: out of town. I think they both will. One. Did you not watch last season, Brennan?
2: I can't guarantee more than one, <laughs> but I believe each will score. Guys.
1: Uno touchdowns. I okay. think this is the season of Future five tournament. wide receiver touchdowns this year.
0: Conley's going to get one two-point um conversion, and Macklin's going to get two touchdowns, and that'll be it. That's, that's my prediction.
1: Or Alex Smith's going to go off. They're going to let him unleash.
0: Yeah, so okay, I'm, I'm just going to stop right now. I'm just going <laughs> to
1: stop. We go to the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos.
0: <laughs> Shane Ray. I loved Woo! that pick. Winning. And if anybody watched the NFL Draft Edition uh, on ESPN, Shane Ray is a good guy, you know. Again, a little marijuana, you know. Colorado. So, he's If he perfect. was in
2: Colorado, we wouldn't even know about it. Seriously. A joint in your car, you would not get a citation. It wasn't even in the system.
0: So, I mean, forget about it. It, it it's I'm happy he dropped that low. I am so happy that we got him for that so value that and we have I'm sorry, like the best defense, you know, front 7 in the NFL now because of him. He's NFL ready. It's going to be awesome. Mm. Draft the Broncos defense next year. I think they're going to have quite the year. Uh, and other than that. Bold. I, oh, bold. Bold. How many people well, do they, they have on Well, they haven't exactly been
2: killing it the last few years.
0: Last year, they were muchly improved. And this year, much they're improved, only going to be yeah. even that much better. So, no, oh, I'm, I'm into it. Know. This offseason, they lost. The, Cab- or the Broncos lost. Offensive linemen, and, of course, their tight end, Julius Thomas, so they filled those spots. They got two offensive linemen and another tight end. Now they are tight end heavy, which is hilarious yeah. to me. Uh, there's so many tight ends out there, but it's Peyton Manning. You know, anything's possible.
2: None of them are Julius. Goodbye, Julius.
1: Well, so they so they can block?
0: Uh, the Jeff, Jeff Herman? <sighs> Jeff Herman can block. <laughs> Jeff Herman is a big boy, and he can block. Uh, um, block so uh, he's going to be more of an all around tight end, unlike Julius. Yes, Ashley. But I don't know if he's going to be playing because there's so many other guys now on the team because it's Kubiak and he loves his tight ends. So, um, but we'll, we'll see. It's
2: it's you know now we can have the pick the litter. You can pick up the litter exactly. Oakland
0: Raiders the litter
1: the Raiders Raiders they took a pick that you know I was. A little surprise. I probably would have picked a defensive player in the first round as the Raiders because they're in a division oh, really? where they need to be able to stop some teams. They gotta stop Rivers. They gotta stop <laughs> Peyton. They gotta stop Jamal Charles. But I can see why they picked Amari Cooper. I can see it. You know they have to see what Derek Carr is made of, and they have to be able to give him a weapon to see this. You know they're trying to determine if Derek Carr is going to be their franchise quarterback. So you gotta give him some tools, right? so i can see. And Amari Cooper's a fantastic wide receiver out of Alabama. So i get oh, why amazing. they chose him. Amazing. What? Yeah, yeah amazing. i get it. And it, it's again it's kind of that thought of like best player on the board. Like do they need defensive help? Yeah. But Amari Cooper's there. So they grabbed him. They so need so help, I, I get it. he can run any route. As long as they, they do didn't de- draft a
0: quarterback, <laughs> like literally they could do no. wrong yeah, in this draft in my eyes. Yeah. So. Bravo, plus. A plus. Yeah. You, you participated in the draft, Oakland.
1: That's all you, you had to increased. do. There we go. There we go. <laughs> they, did go they did get. They did get an player. I am excited about on the defense. So ben Heaney, He's a f- in the fifth round. Uh, I think he's one of their better pickups. Um, you know, he's he's a bit of a small linebacker. You know, but the pros is that he's reckless, and I like that. Like, if you're a small player, you got to have no fear. You just got to throw your body around, and he's like that. So I think he could materialize in the NFL. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. But like we said, only four of their ten picks were on the defense, so I'm a little bit nervous. We'll have to see a little bit more of an even split. But they did add two more guys to the O-line. We know they had a ton of O-line problems last year, so at least they're giving their offensive chance this year. So come on, Raiders. Rooting for you. Oh, Raiders.
0: Chargers. Um you know, they had a huge hole in one position, which is the running back. And enter Melvin Gordon from Wisconsin. Woo! Superstar. My favorite player coming out of the NFL draft
1: this year. I was surprised he went so low. What are you talking um, about? He's in the, yeah, in the first round. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's amazing he's even in the first round. Come
1: on. Two I, running backs know, I thought round. he'd go higher yes. than he did in the first round. I'm, I'm super pumped for Melvin.
0: Melvin is. Fabulous. I wish he wasn't in the same division as the Broncos because I hate to cheer for him. But this is like another LT situation. Um, We got to cheer for the good guys. And Melvin's one of those guys thus far.
2: How much do you miss drafting LaDainian Tomlinson? Seriously. You just kind of panged my heart a little yeah. bit. I was like, He's so oh, sweet. I used to love him. I know. So sweet. Well, hopefully Gordon is the
0: next LT. I'm, I really hope so. I, I hope mm. this is like a thing for San Diego that they're just going to get this one running back that, that sticks. So we'll see. Um, you know, other than that, the Chargers went defense, which they really needed. So yep. it's no fun to go against the Broncos and the Chiefs twice each in a year or so. We'll see. Go Chargers! Good luck, NFC East Dallas Cowboys.
2: All right, so I forgot to actually announce this during our draft show, but one of our favorite listeners, Casey Kasem, won the the um, Scott Fishbowl League. To play with one of us and so um well with all of us but in there's there so many different divisions so the right. three of us are in different divisions but she gets to be in one of ours so I asked her who she would pick and she said I- obviously I can't p- pick between you three which is very sweet and Thank you. Uh, but then she said, well, how about whoever, you know, so I was like, well, okay, how about since your team's Dallas, whoever draws, draws that, you'll be in their league. She's like, perfect. So it's me. You're stuck with me, and I'm Yay. sorry. So, Casey, <laughs> we're so excited to play with you. Uh, yeah, so mostly defensive and offensive linemen. I mean, they got probably the steal of the draft with uh, defensive end randy gregory or he'll be a total bust no one knows all these off the field issues he actually failed a drug test at the nfl combine not not great timing but you know we took shane ray and he decided to get caught with a joint in his car the week of the draft so but hold
1: on i Hmm. mean you are at the draft you know you are getting tested and you still couldn't Combine, you mean? Yeah. Right, so, yeah, the combine. Yes. Like, you know. thats cray cray that is cray-cray. That yeah. you're being tested. You know.
2: Right. Well, he's already um, put a star tattoo on his body to demonstrate his faithfulness to the team. And um, he also <laughs> used the high on life line, like, as, like, he said he's high on life. Uh, which, why wouldn't um, you? You know, Love it reminds it. me of Dare, remember, from the 80s. Yeah. And anyway.
1: <laughs> Kids need hugs, not drugs. Yeah.
2: But the only thing that did happen was that they did not draft a running back. So, this is what this means. They believe that Darren McFadden has become a unicorn. Or? Or they're unbelievably pompous and really genuinely believe that a grandparent could run through their offensive line and get over 1,000 yards. I don't Listen, I know that they're great. They are a great offensive line. They do make great holes, and I understand that. But I am, I am shocked that they did not beef up somewhere in running back. And no, they are not getting Adrian. A-P. Views, we have to just put A-P. it all A-P. away. It's I was not saying, happening.
1: Or they actually they're believe happening. they're going to get AP.
2: No way. No all options way.
1: are crazy.
2: If the draft determined anything, it's that the world is actually much more boring than we want it to be. Seriously. That's not going to happen.
0: Seriously. It won't.
2: So that's all I was going to say. So it's just McFadden, Joseph Randall, Lance Dunbar. I guess we're going to wait to camp and see what happens. Wow, none of them are Demarco Murray. I'm just putting Uh, that out there. Yeah, no.
0: Well, that brings us to the Philadelphia Eagles, which again they we thought they were going to be so exciting in the draft, and they did not do anything exciting.
2: Um, I didn't think that. What? You didn't? I didn't think that. Yes. I've been raging for, like, two months about this. And then I send uh, the the tweet being, like, I guess I win the bet. And he's like, well, I'm going to give it two weeks because I think they're still going to do something. I was like, holy moly. Well, and I
0: do, too. I got that at the end of my Ah! notes. I I don't necessarily think they're going to, but I think it is a possibility. Uh, You know, it's Chip Kelly, and there's weird stuff going on. I have a feeling that the... The locker room doesn't particularly care for him right now. Um, I don't know. There's a, you know, there's so much drama well, coming saw out with article, McCoy. Right, he's a racist. He got rid of all the good black players. You know. Um, you know, which I think is ridiculous. Insert he wanted draft pick, wide receiver Nelson Aguilar. Um, you know, I mean, he's great. He's a wonderful addition. And, you know, after losing Jerman Macklin, you know, to, to the Chiefs, it, this will be a good, you know, um, you know substitute for a while. But uh, hopefully a good replacement. Um, but I don't know. I don't trust Kelly at this, at, at this point. After all of everything went down, like, I don't believe it's over. Like, I just don't believe it's over. I really do feel like the Eagles team will still change. In some way or another,
1: it's going down.
0: But the rest is... Courtney gets, is
1: all on board with the conspiracy theory. I am year. in the conspiracy she theory. She is all about it. Any conspiracy theory, Courtney's like, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I wish they made documentaries about this, because I would like watch it all the time and be like, oh, yeah. Bill Belichick's she my is. master now. I love him. <laughs> oh, Got I love little, him. Like, <laughs> I hated him forever, there. but... You give me a documentary and it just changes my ways. Now it's like, oh, game on. Do, they need that about RG3 because I dislike that man greatly for fantasy football purposes. So <laughs> yeah, they well, need to do a really good documentary for him for me to believe in him again, too. Well,
1: you're not alone, Cordy. <laughs> you're not alone on that. So <laughs> somebody, not naming names, clearly was complaining about his offensive line as the Redskins picked up a tackle a guard, and a center. I doubt all of them will make the team, but clearly a statement was made that they seem to feel the Redskins organization, or at least one person of Redskins organization, feels that that was the problem last year. We'll see if that really was the problem. But we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll uh, see. The Redskins defense uh, left a little bit desired last season, so the pickup of defensive end Preston Smith was not a complete surprise to me. He's not like the biggest guy... For an end at only 271 pounds. So he may or may not be moved positions, but he's athletic enough to do it. And I'm intrigued by the wide receiver Jamison Crowder pick. He's a slot guy, which cough, cough, Pierre Garçon kind of fills that role.
2: Uh, uh, uh.
1: So I think this guy will be more of a special teams kind of guy. As I do believe, and I may be on crazy pills, that Pierre Garçon still deserves another go around. He's, I he's, do I don't think that's
0: crazy. I do, but I don't know if yeah. the coaches do, but I do.
1: And, you know, again, total quarterback. Carousel last year, hypothetical offensive line issues. They're going to give Garcon another chance, so I don't really see Crowder being too much of a fantasy implication for you, other than he should be a fantastic special teams player. So but then again, you're not picking up the Redskins defense in any way, shape, or form. So. No. No. I tried to look up one of RG3's catchphrases that he's
2: trademarked, and I couldn't find them, but we'll make fun of that on another show. (laughs) Just wanted you to know what I was doing while looking down.
0: Uh, The New York Giants. uh, You know, nothing flashy, nothing sexy, but they did what they needed to do. They got an offensive lineman, Eric Flowers, who's legit. I love him. This just makes my fantasy love tank completely full. Now, I mean... (laughs) I love Eli Manning that much more. I love Beckham that much more. I love the all the running backs that much more. So, um, I'm all in on the Giants this year. I, I this is this is just another step in them being great um, I like and it. great. I mean,
2: uh, NFC North. We got the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers never give a flashy performance at the draft, but they are always smart. Yeah, so that's exactly what happened again. Most notable thing that happened was that they took a fifth-round draft pick in quarterback Brett Hundley. So I keep hearing that he is going to, just like Aaron Rodgers, learn under him and become the next guy. This is the moment we've made our investment. I don't think so. I'm going to put it out there now. Aaron Rodgers is only 31, in a league where people yeah. are paying, playing into their 40s or at least into their late 30s, I see no reason to believe that Aaron Rodgers is even close to the door. I think we're looking at another Flynn who has a couple great games and gets traded and has a huge contract and walks away a very happy man. Now, hopefully he has more success after he leaves Green Bay than Matt Flynn, but you understand what I'm saying. It just isn't... Yeah. Yeah. I it, I don't think this he's is not the next wait guy. Around. I think it's way too long. No. Yeah, he's too talented to wait yeah. that long. It's I mean, Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, has shown no sign of slowing down. He also did no. sit on the bench, so he has a long ways to go.
1: But he was also, only on the um, bench for what three, four years under Favre. I mean, it wasn't only that's a lot in NFL. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, but now it's like, really long. It's certainly not going to be the six years it could potentially be well, with, with Rodgers. But getting
2: getting that many years without getting hit elongates your career. Sure. Absolutely. You know, so I, I, I just feel like he's not even close. Whatever. There's no way keep, There's no way this is the next keep guy. Keep him for the next guy
0: and send, send Rodgers to the Broncos to to die. I, every quarterback, just send them to us when they hit 34. I Just 35. Just bring them. I'm That's
2: into it. I, bring my hand. Bring my, hand. my <laughs> hand. Uh, Yeah. They also did draft a tight end, um, Kennard Beckham, in the sixth round. But, He's not going to play, well, maybe, but it doesn't matter. They don't use tight ends anyway, so it literally does not matter. Doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So true.
2: It doesn't. No. They just don't do, they don't use them.
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't. Would
2: you use them if you had Jordy Nelson and Randy, Randall Cobb and Ed, Eddie Lacey running around? No, you no. wouldn't.
0: No, no need. No need. No need. Detroit Lions.
1: So the Lions shifted down in the draft by making a deal with the Broncos, but they got a steal out of it. Everyone's kind of like, "What are they doing?" Because it wasn't that much of a change, really, with what was going on there. But you know, sh- you know, Stafford struggled a bit last year, so picking up a gritty player, an offensive line, and might I say, perhaps the nicest guy in the NFL now, in Lincoln Tomlinson, oh. it was a huge win. Great person. You've got, now going to have this great atmosphere in the locker room. You've got a great player. Huge, huge fan of this pick. I love it. He's going to be great for the community. He's someone they can rally around. It's perfect. I love it. Uh, And to round out the new O-line, they picked up offensive tackle Corey Robinson, who I also really like for the fact that, A, he's huge. He's 6'7", 324 pounds. But he evens out Lincoln Tomlinson, who is a little bit smaller at 6'3". So, I'm really liking this pick that got kind of different styles of play. I like it. They're going to even each other out. And then they did quarterback Quandary Diggs, you know, who is small, but he knows exactly how to work his position and his opponents to his advantage. And there are plenty of secondary players that we have seen that are that that 5'9 kind of stature, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, that have proven they can still play ball at a small stature. So, overall, I like a lot of their picks. Yeah. Love Lakin. Good. I love, love him. I love him. I love He's, like, him. my new favorite. And I love the name. I am name mean, my own kid Lincoln. Just got to get pregnant. Lincoln? Preg- Just Lincoln. Just got to get pregnant.
2: Got to get pregnant. There's that
1: key to get. <laughs> he,
2: did, he did come off like Lincoln,
0: though. I said Lincoln. Lincoln. Conf- As she says it with, like, Lincoln. She, yeah. she says that A. It's,
1: Lincoln. That, it's that weird like, accent like, I have out of nowhere uh, from Ray Colorado.
0: <laughs> I always yeah. get asked, where are you from?
1: And I'm like, Colorado. <laughs> it's very confusing for people.
0: <laughs> well, we got the Minnesota Vikings. Um, they went pretty heavy on defense for the first three rounds, which is fine with me because they have to defend some huge wide receivers yeah. Calvin Johnson, Jordan big, Nelson, yeah. Randall Cobb, Alshon Jeffries. So the cornerback, Trey Waynes, come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. We need we need that. Um and you know, yeah. They got some offensive linemen. They got quite a few offensive linemen, three, in fact. So it makes think maybe, maybe this is to keep AP happy. We'll see. We'll see.
2: Chicago Bears. Wide receiver phenom Kevin White from West Virginia is a dynamic player and has all the measurables that you could dream of. He's 6'3", 215 pounds. He ran a four three five 5 at the Combine but I just think he's going to go way too early in fantasy drafts and could be a potential bust. Now, hear me out. I know. I just said he has every, all the talent in the world. The Bears kept their number one guy, Alshon Jeffrey, and then there's a the sleeper du jour, Marcus Wilson, and I think they're going to use him along with Matt Forte, who was one of the best receivers in the league last year, even though he was a running back. Then they brought in Eddie Royal, hopefully to create some chemistry with Cutler, not to mention the conservative gameplay of John Fox. Now, I know that he's not the offensive coordinator, but he is very against Jay Cutler being a gunslinger and getting him and his entire staff fired. So I'm tempering my expectations. I think people are going off the rails with the Kevin White love. Wondering your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's
0: Cutler still, guys. It's still Cutler, you know? I mean... It's like but Sammy Watkins, comes, you know. But with mystery. St- still manual. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's too early to tell, uh, but there's a lot of targets on that team, too. There's just a lot of targets, and only one Cutler.
2: And I didn't even bring up Martellus Bennett, yeah. who, by the way, there's rumors that he's on the trading block, but until he's gone, I'm, yeah. I'm not. Well, they put Jay Cutler up yet. on the trading block right before the draft started. That was nice news. I was like, "That's so yeah." Mean. That's what I'm saying. That's so mean, you know, to do. Like, yeah, he's not even a happy cutler. No, he's we're not talking not about a color, degraded though. cutler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like it. I don't like it. Ashley, do you have
1: thoughts? Sorry. No, I mean it's 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 cutler, and so you, you that is part of the charm of him is you have no clue what you're gonna get. There's no way to predict at all. I'm a little nervous about letting him air it out. It brings yeah. me back to the Bears, you know, like four years ago of just like constant interceptions and constant sacks of Cutler just all over the place. And yeah. make sure you look your settings to see if you were in a league where you lose points every time your quarterback is sacked. Not all leagues yep. have it, but a lot of leagues do. And in which case, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Nervous.
0: NFC South, this is going to be a different looking team, the New Orleans Saints.
1: It is. And a team that I'm okay with you passing over. <laughs> Completely. For, right. for the Completely. most part. Uh, so some <laughs> people did not understand why with their first pick, the Saints chose offensive tackle Andres Pete. But Breeze is getting older, guys. And the Saints need, A, to have a stronger running game this season, and, B, they need to provide Breeze more protection. So they need to be a more physical team this year, and so they need to pick a little bit grittier of an offensive line person to be able to kind of start this shift, you know, start this transition of purely airing it out. They've lost Jimmy Graham. They don't have great wide receivers. They're losing their air options. They have to start running the ball, and they have to protect Breeze. So, I mean, that kind of is what it is. I was a little surprised see they did not pick up another tight end. Um, I guess they must have a lot of faith in Josh Hill.
2: I like Josh Hill.
1: I do too, but I'm just, I'm just a little surprised they didn't pick somebody up. But, yeah. You know, and of the nine picks, six of them were on defense, so I'm glad that they are aware that they need some major reworking of their defense. So I'm glad to see they address huh. those issues. <laughs> um, yes. But it brings me to our social media question from Jab Steppen. hope I said that right. Uh, Saints, underrated sleeper receivers, tight ends on their depth chart? Uh, oh, I don't also- I would say Josh is your only borderline sleeper and for the most part the only sleeping that should be done in is by you to just sleep through any pick of the Saints and just not choose them. Just don't just don't do it. Just skip over it. Feel sad. free to take a nap whenever a Saints player is up during your draft. Totally it will help you sad. not pick them. Yeah.
2: Carolina Panthers. Devin Funches from Michigan, six foot four, two thirty two gotta love it cuz they're going to need him opposite Calvin Benjamin. It is what it is. Yeah, he is not the hot pick like the Amari Cooper and Kevin Weiss of the world, but he's going to be functional. This is like the the Perryman. Pick. This is good it, for it, Calvin it. Benjamin too. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, Absolutely. So last year was an anomaly though. Rookie wide receivers usually have a tough time with the routes and things like that. But, you know, I still feel like he's worth a flyer considering the fact that he will be starting. I mean, they don't have other options, so it is what it is. And then they drafted a guy named Shaq Thompson, which um, I saw Ashley's tweet about how it's sad that someone's named Shaq. However, the Patriots (laughs) also drafted a Shaq Mason, so I should put that out there. But it is hard for all the people that are named after people that go by one name. You know, like you can't name your kid Cher, Madonna, bet even tiger. Barbara. tiger there's some there's some toughies out there and so there should
1: just be some names that are retired like jerseys Shaq is one yeah. of
2: them I'm gonna put Barbara up there there's only
1: one Barbara <laughs> certainly Fabs. no one else can go by we've Babs. got
0: Shaq O'Neal and Barbara Streisand those are the two names yep. those <laughs> are the two Ooh! jerseys
1: retiring. we're retiring tonight this, Barbara is, Streisand, this is a Shaquille podcast Adil. of women
0: who love sports, clearly. <laughs> yeah,
2: clearly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I probably wore my Shaquille O'Neal starter jacket while watching Barbara Streisand and Funny Girl.
0: Oh, my God. That wouldn't surprise me. Probably. We, did, me. Have, we did have Orlando starter uh, jacket. I think it was... Was that yours, Brandon, or was that Ashley's? Yeah.
1: Mine. I had a lightweight and a winner starter jacket. Yeah, for the magic, yeah. Back in the Penny Hardaway era, baby. Oh, man. Penny! Penny. Wow. Now you're just dropping by. Yeah. You're doing it.
2: Awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, Atlanta Falcons. Um... You know, I really like the running back that they got, Tevin Coleman. I really like him. In his junior year at University of Indiana, Coleman rushed for over 2,000 yards and 15 touchdowns. Uh, And what's even more impressive about that, that was on a broken foot. So this guy, you know, I think has all the potential in the world. Atlanta needs him. I think it's just a great marriage and I think he's one of, those, uh, one of those guys people might forget about because he's not Melvin Gordon or Todd Gurley. And uh, I'm into him. I like, I like him a lot. And we all know Kyle Shanahan likes to run the ball. So it's not a, it's not a bad sleeper, guys. It's not a bad sleeper.
2: Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This team is going to be the bane of my existence. Jameis Winston went first in the draft like we all knew he would. Of course, I have to cover him. Then Chris Berman said... On ESPN, well, we all know what he did. Did you hear that? <laughs> what he meant was like in college he had great stats, but what it came off in is like, oh yeah, we do, we do know. Insert crab yeah. in picture. Insert uh, lots yeah, of and then yeah, and then and then after the draft, he took a picture of himself eating crab legs.
1: Yeah. Oh in yeah. In his
2: Tampa Bay jersey, so his uh, decision making is still what we thought it was. Then they took a bunch of offensive linemen, which I like. And um, Mike Evans is still the bomb, so he's probably... Th- there's there's some fantasy value on this team, but I'm just not prepared to talk about it because I'm getting over... There is. It's good. James and I will say right now, the most overrated person in the 2015 draft will be Austin Safarian Jenkins, the guy who caught 21 passes last year, but no one can stop talking about him. Like, he is going to be the most fantasy-relevant tight end of all time. I don't... Don't fall for it, people. He's the... <laughs> He's the Ladarius Green of today. Mm. NFC West, Seattle
1: Seahawks. So the Seahawks in the third round chose a wide receiver. And anyone who has listened to our show knows that we do not think much in terms of fantasy-wise for the Seahawks, wideouts in Mm -hmm. general. I think this guy was an okay pick, but I wish he was a little bigger. He's only 5'10". He screams a bit more of a special teams than an actual receiver to me. He just kind of fits into this like blah category of Seattle Seahawk wide receivers. So not super jazzed about that one. I'm also not a huge fan of the Terry Poole offensive tackle pick. He got out muscle a bit in college and quite honestly probably needs to move inside. You know, when you already have a quarterback that is a little bit smaller in size, you definitely can't have someone that gets pushed around a bit. So again, a little bit of an, an unusual pick, but I'm sure Carroll sees something in him. But I am a big fan of this name I am about to brutally butcher. Abum Guachum. Obama. I'm sure that was so wrong, it's not even funny. Um, but the <laughs> C- he epitomizes, the Seahawks epitomize athleticism. So the fact they picked up a guy who used to be a wide receiver and moved to defensive end last season, this is a perfect fit for him. I love this choice. I'm excited to see what Pete Carroll's going to do with them. I, I, this, this is, like, one of my favorite picks. I just saw that. Who goes from wide receiver defensive end? I love it. Yeah. And I'm sorry that I destroyed your name.
2: But well, congratulations apologize. and welcome to the National Football League. <laughs> Football
0: League.
1: Yeah.
0: There you go. Exactly. Arizona Cardinals. Uh, you know, they got a running back. So, you know, all this Andre Ellington. I was high on him last year before going into the draft, and he disappointed us again and again. Um I don't know what this running back is going to do either. He's going to be a great support system for Andre Ellington, which Bruce Arians has already said will continue to get the load, um or he's going to eventually sneak ahead of this Ellington guy we keep talking about. <laughs> I want to forget about.
2: I, I know I want him to be better. I want him
0: to be better. I do and I hope I hope David Johnson is the running back's name. Uh is the support system that Ellington needs to be the fantasy guy that we've been drafting for the last couple of years. So, But, you know, Ellington gets hurt, and bam, there you go. It's David Johnson, people. It's your name. That is your name.
2: San Francisco 49ers. The first three picks were all defense, and so that's a really – great move for them because they've lost a lot of people randomly and due to retirement. Just a lot of things have happened. The only thing is I, I'm not getting a good sense of who this team is. I have no idea what they're doing, where they're going. It's very difficult. I can tell you that Blake Bell, the tight end from Oklahoma, is not going to replace Vernon Davis, especially in a contract year. So don't get into that business. Yeah. But if you are in a dynasty league If Vernon Davis does not work out, this guy will be the starter moving forward. So just something to think about. And the running back, Mike Davis, actually is very interesting to me uh, because they only have Carlos Hyde there and Reggie Bush. But really, mm. so uh, I think that he might actually get some playing time because Carlos Hyde, you know, we haven't seen him as an every-down guy, and I think they're going to really want to run this year. So that's the one person I would – pay attention to it. and he got drafted in the fourth round so no one's paying attention you could get him for cheap
0: cheap
2: i like cheap.
0: it st like louis it. Like rams
1: it. well someone had to take running back todd Gurley. so why not the rams Yay.
0: Right?
1: why not so sure they already have a very confusing backfield mm-hmm. And I'm sure you want to go nowhere near it for fantasy, and no one's going to blame you. But perhaps this will clear things up a bit. He's a good player, so let's just hope that they don't destroy him. <laughs> that is my hope for their lack of loyalty. I, right? Yeah, ex- exactly. So what I do really like is offensive tackle Robbie Havenstein. Pick up. You know, with a new quarterback in town, a big dude like Robbie, he's six seven, will not only help protect fools. But he's going to help Gurley out to help break through those holes. And they picked up three more men to fill out the rest of the O-line. So clearly they're making a big effort to really kind of give Foles a chance here and to really solidify picking up Gurley to give him a chance here. They also picked up another quarterback. So, you know, I I can never say his name. It's Sean Mannion. Mannion? M-A-N-N-I-O-N. Anyway. Uh... This doesn't make kind of question the belief in Foles, their belief in Foles' longevity, but let's be honest—they need to back up anyway. So don't fret yet. They're going to see what Foles has to do. Don't sit here and think we're going to have this quarterback competition. I don't see that happening. So overall, I feel pretty good about the Rams draft. I feel good about it. I agree.
0: Wow. Overall, the draft was just fine.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just didn't feel like. Kind of everyone did what they were supposed to do, really. Yeah, I think the Seahawks were the yeah. only ones that really kind of missed the mark, in my
1: opinion. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. That was the one that was kind of like, huh? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it
0: was good. It was it was good. I wish it was a little bit more exciting, Tennessee. But you know, I'll get over it. <laughs> I'll get over it. I'm not naming names. <laughs> not naming names, Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, but yeah, so. Well, that was fun. That was awesome. So last last show we did our draft. This show we did this NFL draft. We've got a couple more weeks, guys, and then really it's time for you to do your fantasy draft. It's starting already, you guys. It is in May. Crazy. It's happening early. It's, it is nuts. It's, it is crazy. It's coming to that time. So make sure to hop on to HerFantasyFootball.com and subscribe to us so you can hear what we're doing this off season and get yourself pumped for fantasy football. And listen to us on Blog Talk Radio and on iTunes. Chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball. We love talking to you. We love answering your questions. It's a great place to talk to us. Until next time, no more faking it.